a lot of the animes that we enjoy we kind of want to experience that for ourselves like for example death note i really want to just have a book and kill a lot of people but see isn't that true but that's true though book in high school and i was thinking about writing people's names in is that really judy What is up, my cute kohais? This is the Wii Power Hour, a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. I'm your host, Peter, and here is my roundtable of otakus. I got Matt. Hello. Lance. Hey, I got my hat on and I'm ready to fucking party. That's a lie. And our <laughs> Japanese correspondent, Kai. I actually got a hat on this time. How's this guy fucking outing me? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to the very first episode, and we're just gonna, you know, just dive into our topics. Uh, no news or anything like that. We want you to guys to get to know us a little bit. So we're gonna kind of talk about like how we got into anime, some of our favorite characters, or even some of our favorite animes, and. You guys won't be able to see this, but uh, Lance actually put a hat on, and I don't even want to read like what that hat has uh, <laughs> to say. So let's uh, we're gonna go a little bit around the table here, and then we're gonna talk about like what exactly got us into anime. We'll start with uh, Lance first. Yeah. So I know it's kind of a generic one, but. I started off on Pokemon, and I couldn't really ask for a better anime to get me hooked on the medium. Uh, so when I was five years old, my grandma, uh, and my grandma is like straight up FOB. She's Japanese. She doesn't speak uh, English. She got me a VHS tape as a gift, and on that tape was were the original Pokemon anime episodes, and not for kids English dubbed anime, mind you. It was Japanese raw unsubbed Pokemon. I'm five years old, and I'm nice. watching this. <laughs> I'm watching this show in a language that I've never heard before. And uh, I mean, regardless, I was hooked on it. I'd watch that those three episodes on the tape over and over again. Um, and I remember what the episodes were too. They were. The Aerodactyl episode where Charizard evolved. Uh, they classic. were, they were the hospital episode with Doctor McLovin, and the one where James's parents tried to force him to marry uh, the girl who looks like Jesse. Ah, uh, nice. So I would just watch that, those three episodes over and over and over again. I'd be obsessed with like the yellow creature that can only say its own name, that shoots electricity. <laughs> and imagine my surprise like years later when I'm watching uh, Kids WB and they're actually airing dubbed episodes of Pokemon. I can finally understand what the hell is going on. And it's even better. So, you know, from there, I just watch. Uh, I, I feel like Pokemon's kind of like, like one of the best gateway animes. Uh, from there, I started watching Yu Gi Oh!, then Shaman King, then Dragon Ball Z. And over time, it just kind of spirals out of control. And years later, I'm like watching Darling and the Franks, and I'm wondering why the show's about butt sex. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, I think that's a lot for a lot of people, right? Saturday morning cartoons, I don't know, like Kids WB or Fox or anything like that, really, really cemented like a lot of kids into, uh, into this like gateway drug of anime. Yeah, so, sorry, I'm young, man. Yeah. Uh, Matt, how about you? What got you into anime? Um, I, I was a little later, maybe like fifth grade, but I did see Pokemon Dragon Ball before then, but that didn't really get me into anime. What got me into anime was Adult Swim. Mm. I'd say when I finished watching, well, I saw the last episode of Cowboy Bebop before seeing the whole thing, and that made me want to watch the whole thing. And that last episode, like, it's just, it was stuck in my memory. That's been like one of the best endings I've seen in a show. Mm. So Cowboy Bebop was a gateway to all the other anime I watched. 
Wait, did you say that your dad got you into anime? No, Adult Swim. Oh, Adult Swim got you into anime. Sorry about that. Same yeah, thing. Okay. Adult Swim is kind of like the, the dad <laughs> in the late night TV era. So that's kind of like... Tanabi was a big thing. Like, just getting anime into, like, just being localized here in America. Just because, like, Lance is like a Pokemon and all that stuff. That's still kind of like on the cartoon side of anime where like Cowboy Bebop is like a true, I guess a more true definition of an anime. So it's cool to see both sides. How about, uh, how about you, Kai? So like, I wasn't allowed to watch TV growing up too much. So the most TV I would watch would just be like Saturday, Sunday morning cartoons. But like, you know, Pokemon was usually played usually around like, you know, 4.30 PM, right? 5 PM anime. <laughs> And anything after, like, 5 p.m., like, I, I wasn't allowed on the TV. We watched, like, my family watched Japanese dramas and stuff. But that's how I got into anime, because my parents was watching Japanese dramas and stuff online. And then one day in middle school, I had this brilliant idea that, wait a second, I could watch shows on my computer instead of watching Japanese <laughs> dramas. Wait a second, right? And, you know, mostly I watched American cartoons. Like, I like American cartoons a lot because of the, like, what, what I watched, you know, on Saturday, Sunday morning. But mm -hmm. uh, definitely, you know, all my friends are, like, into Inuyasha or talking about the newest Naruto. And, you know, I, I felt left out. So I went to Venture on. I discovered Bleach. Uh, didn't want to fall behind on the the Chunibyo train, huh? In exactly, school. exactly, and and then yeah, it was great. Mm, for for <laughs> me, I guess it's like a little bit of the same approach as Lance. It was Saturday morning cartoons, but I never viewed Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh any of them as like anime. I guess exactly. it just never yeah. it never striked me as anime. It just struck me as like another cartoon, like. Uh, like Sonic the Hedgehog or Rubik's, you know, like I know those are like more American based, so I never really thought about it. But, but I think Japanese? both of those are Japanese. Everything yeah. most oh, of is them is <laughs> oh, well. Japanese. Including Winx Club, which I did not know was Japanese. Winx Club was Japanese? That's yeah, no, wait scary. A Isn't that Korean? Because Cubics is actually Korean. Oh, oh is God. it? Winx Club. That's, yeah. that's gonna like... be like a whole nother hour oh. topic right there, just going uh, down that road. Um <laughs> but it, to go back, like, I think the very, like, first anime I watched that kind of, like, got me into, like, thinking, it's like, oh, there's got to be other shows like this. It's a very old one, and not many people talk about it, but uh, Tenchi Muyo. I know, like, it was, like, not, like, that big uh, for a lot of, the, like, the anime community, but, like, seeing, like, this, like, weird sci-fi or, like, harem where this guy is getting, like, all these chicks from, like, like human earthlings to like aliens from another planet and there was like tsundere's and just like all these like anime tropes that we have fallen in love with you know like in the years coming prior to that like it just kind of like whoa this is this is amazing storytelling is amazing the action's amazing animation's amazing there's got to be more to this than just watching clifford the big red dog or anything else like on pbs <laughs> so um pretty pretty happy that i got to that and i saw that on like the korean drama channel like it was like <laughs> channel 12 or something like that in california like my mom would just like finish watching her korean dramas i mean i will watch them too because i'm, I'm a huge sap and then i'll, I'll be like crying my eyes out for an episode because someone has like cancer again for like the fifth time and then it just flips to like tenchi muyo the next episode and then i'm just like this is this this is amazing. Like I I gotta find more, and then I went down that rabbit hole, same as you guys. So, okay, cool. Now we know how everyone kind of got into anime and their little origin story. Let's talk a little bit more about your favorite characters. Like currently, right now, your favorite character could be male, female, could be from an old or very new one. Does that have to be your all-time favorite? Just let's let's talk about like someone that you want to like put on the spotlight, and we'll start with start with Matt first. Um, 
my favorite character is probably uh, Naturo Shinmyo, Shinmyo from uh, Birdie the Mighty. He appears in the second season as the villain, the main villain. But he's not really a bad guy. He's just out for revenge because his best friend was killed by the, this group of aliens. And these aliens are actually the bad guys, but and he's killing them. But what makes him the bad guy is that um, the birdie, the main character, is trying to apprehend the villains, like, keep them alive so they can serve their time in like the alien um, prison. Mm-hmm. So he's a villain because he's killing them before she can capture oh, them. Kind of like a, a heel turn, uh, as we call it in the, the wrestling universe. Okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, female character. Oh, favorite female character? Uh, you know, yeah, go ahead, throw that in. Any female characters you like? Oh, we're only doing one. Uh, Uh, well, we we can go with two. Got it. Okay. My favorite female character is probably Birdie (laughs) Seafon from the same show. (laughs) Oh, this must be the best anime ever. I got you. This fucker. It's just she's she's just uh she's, cool she's called like Zilron. It's like a it's a they're an alien that looks like humans, and she's super powerful because she's an Zilron, which is like a super form of the Alton species. So she's kind of like a bionic woman. I don't know. Mm. I do like the animation. And not her oh. the yeah, it's pretty good. Naturo is also known as Joron, but they thought he was a failed one. So, oh yeah, the main thing about the Naturo is he can go back in time. That's why I thought he was a badass. Uh, time slip. Yeah, and Birdie is just as badass. Just she can't go back in time. So, <laughs> just, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, how about you, Lance? Your current, your currently favorite character in anime. Ooh. We got a lot of winners right now. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I think right now, my favorite character would have to be, and uh, he just had his newest season air. In fact, it's still airing right now. It's Hachiman Higaya. Uh, and he is from, uh, uh, we call it Ore Gairu, but uh, English style is My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as I Expected. It's a long title, but. Uh, Hachiman has probably the most depth I've seen in a male protagonist, especially in like one of these uh, slice of life rom com settings. Uh, and it's no small part, uh, you get to know him a lot, no small part through his, his uh, internal monologue. He's very pessimistic, which I feel like is. You uh, came out at a time when I feel like pessimistic protagonists weren't too popular just yet. Um, it's been a hot trend now. Yeah, and after he fell on the scene, like we've seen all kinds of like jaded protagonists. That seems to be more the norm than like an optimist. <laughs> but um, I liked his realistic point of view, especially in high in a high school setting, because uh, I mean, I feel like most people, especially myself, could relate to his way of thinking. Uh, he has like a really negative view of um, uh, of like social hierarchies amongst uh, high schoolers. Uh, to the point where he like kind of tries to just isolate himself from the whole thing, uh, but despite that, and almost in spite of, he still has like a really good heart, and it shows throughout the series. Um, it shows through his interactions with the the two main love interests in the show. It's just a really great um, romantic comedy, and with him as the spear point of the show. Um, it's one of my favorite series, and it's all because of the protagonist. So definitely Hachiman Hikigaya. You want to throw in a girl character too? Yeah, I can do that. So um, for female uh, character, that's my favorite. It's Kaguya Shinomiya from <laughs> Kaguya-sama. <laughs> um, again, another rom-com, but uh, just just the same way as Hachiman. Uh, the reason why I like Kaguya is because her character is so well written, so well defined. Like, um, 
so Kagesama is is probably the best um the best in its genre in my opinion for the um as far as the the haughty like student council girl character um super funny she uh, they the the writing just clearly lays out her traits what she likes what she dislikes what irks her um she has a uh, very uppity personality but then she's flawed down by realism which i think is also relatable she has like a lot of realistic flaws she's self-conscious she also dislikes the parts of herself that is haughty even though that's what gives her her strength it's it's a good series and with a great female protagonist okay cool he really likes uh uh the rom-coms and sundares <laughs> i think overall. it's uh i think i think it's a great genre for uh getting to know characters uh on a more deep uh more in-depth basis okay okay your you know, favorite character you you guys I, have like so I much like depth depth in your answers but man i i, I my male favorite male character sawada tsunayoshi from reborn main character He's Thank he's goodness. also known as the no good tuna. He's literally the embodiment of who I am or who I was as a young, you know, middle school, high schooler, you know. Doesn't get bad grades. Everything he does somehow ends up wrong. You know, you're always just like trying your best, but everything just doesn't go out your way. And then uh in the series he gets this baby tutor that tutors him how to become a mafia boss leader but uh the wholesome thing about the anime is how he just he's honestly a regular guy not trying to like do anything he doesn't even want to be this mafia boss but you know just because of how cool of a guy he is you know people just start surrounding him and just you know start following him and looking up to him and respecting him and um him as a leader he grows into this character where he like you know just wants to protect all his buddies and it's it's a typical shonen anime but uh there's so many things i could relate to him like he likes the number 27 which i also like or like we have similar same last names and all that kind of stuff but yeah um as a female character it's gonna be my favorite research assistant christina <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Of course. Maxi Krisu from uh, Steins Gate. Ah, oh, man. Like, it's it's like, I like that she tries to be cool. She, you know, she's like, you know, hip, cool, you know, not like these other peasant loser people. You know, she tries to be cool and all that kind of shit. You know, dresses nicer than, tries to dress nice and be responsible. But at the end of the day, she's a fucking filthy channeler basically in the show she's basically the you know on 4chan all the time basically she's a fucking dirty redditor that's looking at dirty posting shit and shit posting here and there all looking for that upvotes and downvotes and shit and she's flat flat as justice oh my god here we go no you're no no he's right and and she's a fucking tsundere like she is so tsundere she can't even like say her own feelings but man like, oh. So literally, Kai just uh, explained what he is in anime form. That's if you if you ever want to learn who Kai <laughs> is, you watch those two characters emerging together. That's who Kai is. So. Oh, yeah, I was just thinking that the whole time as he was describing like Krisu. Yeah. I was like, this is just Rule Sixty Three Kai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it's not about being a favorite character. He is these characters. He oh, is his no. favorite self. It doesn't get more relatable than that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm last up. Uh, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go uh, favorite female character first. Uh, and it's uh from Cardcaptor Sakura, uh, Sakura Kinomoto. Just she is like the perfect uh like character, just very well written. Just her arc from like starting out as like just a regular uh, schoolgirl, and then like being able to master these magical powers and become pretty much you know the person that saves the world and everything like that. 
she's just perfect all around kind of a little bit of tsundere but very sweet and gentle and it's like she's an overall like probably like the best daughter i think still to this day uh in a, in an anime she she cooks she cleans she she does all the chores she gets good grades she you know she has great friends and overall just it's just very heartwarming every time uh, she comes on the screen so uh kudos for her the other one i'm don't really like male characters so i'm gonna go with another female character uh <laughs> um <laughs> onodera okay. kosaki from uh, nisekoi she is my waifu. Nothing has ever changed that. No matter how much rom coms I have watched, she's yeah. No matter how many times I get heartbroken every time I like read the manga that she gets rejected, uh, the manga chapter she gets rejected on, or whatever. She is still number one to me. She is perfect all around. She is voiced by the goddess of Kanahanazawa. That's, that's probably like the main reason why I like her so much. Um, and yeah, just just very just a very well balanced character, uh, in a in a show that sometimes is a little like up and down in terms of how how well it can be written. I think she was pretty consistent all the way through. So, uh, yeah, those are my two favorite female characters at the moment. And someday maybe I'll like a male character. I don't really know about that. Okay, so we're gonna head towards pretty much like the main bulk of the rest of this uh, episode we're going to talk about our favorite genres uh, in anime we're going to go with three just because we can probably be here forever naming every genre uh known to man uh, why we like it so much uh we're going to kind of rotate around we'll each say one uh one each and then uh we'll kind of talk about why we like these genres and what we recommend from the genres so let's uh let's start with kai first all right. Well, your first one. As as a Japanese correspondent, as a Jap a true Japanese person, I love my mecha, my mecha animes, dude. Like Gundam. There was uh this anime Valve Rave, which was also pretty good. It wasn't a good anime, but the mecha parts about it, dude, so good. You know, like personally, the things that turn me on get me hard. Is when you know you got some mecha that's right in like the mothership ready to launch, and then you know you got the cute girl with the with the headphones on who's like system all green, everything standby, and then you know the main character is like you know ready and launches himself in the catapult, and then you know you got the superhero pose as it just flies out of the ship, dude, so cool, man, I love it, and then you got the super intense music usually, uh, mecha anime. Have you ever like? built uh, like out of cardboard or anything like that like just pretend that you're like in a ship like just full chuny and just pretend that you were in a gundam well uh when i was little we like with the little neighbor kids when i was in japan one summer we were doing these uh we were doing water balloon fights for a couple days and then one day i was like you know what i'll make myself a a waterproof armor so i got all my deers my, my dad's uh beer boxes and then i duct tape it lined them with trash bags so it's waterproof and i just wore the suit of armor wow. and i went to this uh water balloon fight and then they got bored because i wouldn't get wet and then i was like yeah <laughs> wow so you lost friendships because yes you were a chuny yeah uh, you know what? Pretty on brand for us. Pretty on brand. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, let's go with Matt next. Um, I guess fantasy, kind of like Seven Deadly Sins, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and Attack on Titan would summarize like my favorite fantasy animes. Okay. I just like the world building and like like the lore and backstories of like the the history of the characters that just always fascinated me which fantasy uh, world would you want to live in um i want to live in jojo's and get struck by that arrow so i can get a stand power <laughs> or, or or die either one you're probably gonna die you're probably gonna die well that doesn't everyone everyone 
wish for a sweet release. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think that's a sweet release at possible while in life, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, Lance, your first one. Uh, now I've already talked about this plenty, so um, don't be too surprised when I say. I love rom-com, slice of life. Like that is my shit. I will sit at my computer and watch just hours of that because it is it is like cocaine. Um, definitely the most like junk food genre in all of anime. You can just keep eating it and not realize how much you've cons- uh, consumed before um, the day's over. Um, now my favorites are uh, I mentioned this already, Kage-sama. Ortegaidu. I also like Takagi-san. That's a super wholesome slice of life. Um, just, uh, I, I just like these uh, simple. Don't have to have a really complicated plot. Don't have to have like a lot of uh, drama or, um, uh, or like well or like overly complicated conflicts. Just entertaining. Uh, entertaining adventures of these funny characters that you get to know so well and uh that's like my first recommendation for <laughs> someone to only recommendation yeah, at this point. i got other <laughs> stuff to recommend too but that's my first one that i would recommend to people so there okay cool cool uh i am gonna go pretty much the opposite direction of everyone else uh sports animes probably the only one on this panel here that like frequently is in the sports uh outside of anime and inside of anime but just just the the hype that you get from from like a last minute shot or just like the character development between episodes and matches you don't get that in regular sports where like in anime you get to see like the character have like this overextending like monologue of like oh, why is this match so important? Why is this point so important? You can see, like, the uphill climb that he got to, to that point, to that point. And uh, I, I think that just, like, makes me love that character even more. So, like, uh, Haikyuu is a really good one. Prince of Tennis is another good one. Uh, Kuroko no Basket is, a, is another good sports anime. It's just animes that just get you, like, really hyped. And I started playing more sports or or i'm into even more watching sports because of the sports animes like prince of tennis got me into tennis and i still play tennis to this day uh haikyuu got me into watching volleyball now i like try to watch volleyball as much as i can um there's like a plethora of soccer animes because japan loves soccer and baseball they love those two sports and now i watch those two sports more often now just because of uh watching sports animes so those are really fun to watch. Okay, so that is the first round of genres. Everyone good? Everyone ready for a second round? Yeah. I'm ready. Okay, we will throw it to Lance because he says he has more genres than rom-coms and slice of life. So let's. Uh, I let's do actually. Choices. My second genre that I would recommend to people is comedy. Pure comedy, not rom-com, slice of life comedy. This is uh, like just straight up <laughs> dumb shit. Anime. Turn your brain <laughs> off and just laugh. Um, uh, now these might have like some romantic elements in them, but my favorites are Konosuba, which I think is kind of kind of like the king of comedy. I feel like when people think of comedy and anime right now, um, Konosuba. Asobase, just uh, back in the high school setting, uh, actually they're in middle school setting, but just girl, uh, cute girls doing stupid shit. Um, Baka and Test, and also I wrote down a manga, which I don't think actually has an anime yet. It's uh, Goku Shufudo, uh, The Way of the House Husband. Um, probably the more uh unique one on my list it's about a yakuza a former yakuza who has retired from being a mobster and is now married and uh 
domesticated, basically. And yet he still can't quite shake his tendencies of acting like a violent mobster, even as like as he tries to become like the most respectable house husband to his working wife. Uh that is my second recommendation. And I know it's seeming kind of like I'm just self-indulgent. I love uh, to laugh a lot, but uh, that's one of the main <laughs> reasons why I watch anime. It's <laughs> because I want to have a good time. Sometimes I just want to turn my brain off, okay? You know, I don't want to confirm it, but the, what, the way the house husband that you were just talking about, I think it is getting anime very, very soon. I think it got greenlit already. I think I saw I read that somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised. It's so it it's pretty happening. it's a pretty yeah. home run manga. Yeah, it, it is happening. So uh well just wait until Lance orgasms about that in a, in another podcast episode. I will. <laughs> okay. Uh we'll throw it over to Kai next. Your second favorite genre. <sighs> okay, so I like Slice of Life. But anything that happens in real life is considered, like, slice of life to me, I guess. I like anything that happens in real life Earth that could happen in real life Earth. So, personally, I consider, like, you know, Sword Art Online could happen in real life. Kind of a stretch. Kind of a stretch. Uh, but, I but, have you seen the shit that goes on in Sword Art? But, but, but like, like, you know, I'm afraid to be a girl on that anime now. But like, you know, Kirito and stuff, they live in Honkawagoi, like an actual place. Like, they, you know, they show actual places in the anime, they, in real life. And those are the animes that I like. Like, when they have actual, like, locations of actual places. Yeah... I guess that's more like realistic, though, right? Not yeah, like... those are the yeah, those are the things that I like, like the, the realistic and like da 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 da. The whole thing is set in Ikebukuro, and then like watching the anime, you can you know what street they're on, and like okay. they're like like those are the kind of things that I like, even more, if the story is like yeah, yeah, even if the story is like ridiculous stuff going on, if it's happening in like the real world, usually you know Japan. You know, it's like it could it could happen to me one day. You know, you know, one day. Wow, you know what? <laughs> Piggybacking off of that, I I am going to go the complete opposite. I am getting more into isekais. Uh, I know that's like a trash genre to get into uh, nowadays <laughs> in the community. I, I don't think it's a trash genre. <laughs> I think it just has some certain eggs in the basket that make people think it's trashy but i don't think inherently yeah. isekai is a bad genre you know that I, it's like, it's like the isekai. genre Everyone's yeah well i i think it's more like i think just with the the landscape of anime today like i read manga like almost every day and i try to read new series as much as i can and the isekai genre has like overridden anything else other than probably like rom-coms it's just like uh -huh. all over the place, light novels and just mangas and animes. Everyone's into like writing about isekais. And most of them are pretty generic. But there are some of them that hit just like that cool fantasy. I mean, most of these characters are all going to be like OP, OP builds. And it's just like they're crazy. And like the way some of these writers can write something still unique without it being boring is... It's uh, fun to imagine. So pretty much like uh, uh, My Life Reincarnate as a Slime. That's a really good one. Shield here was another good one. Uh, <laughs> this an this one hasn't come out yet, but I know there is anime in the works. Um, I forgot what the exact name of it was. Uh, but it's about a girl. Uh, obviously, she dies. She gets isekai as a as a spider. And then she she still learns how to uh, learn how to use magic and skills, and she still pretty much gets like an RPG build uh, as a spider, pretty much. And it's just kind of like her way of trying to survive uh, in this dungeon. That's pretty much like the setting. Like she doesn't get to go anywhere else except for this dungeon. Um, oh, here it is. Kumo Desuga Nanika. Uh, that's uh, that's one that I'm 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 definitely waiting 
for the anime to come out so I can see how how amazing it will be to look in animation. So okay. Matt? So translate to that time I got reincarnated as a spider? Probably. Actually, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like the uh, translation would be like, yeah, I'm a spider, so what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These fucking isekai titles, dude. Um, like, they get more more ridiculous the more I, like, dig my myself a grave in, in uh, the isekai world, so. All right, go ahead, Matt. Um, My second one would be sci-fi. Like, um, Cowboy Bebop, Birdie the Mighty, Steins Gate. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I want that one. I just, like, um, I don't know, like, it's, like, the thing for Cowboy Bebop, it's mostly just because they're in space that makes it sci-fi, but mm. there's not much, like, other than that, that makes it sci-fi, but it's still a classic anime. That's why I, I listed it on there. And um, same with Birdie the Mighty. It's pretty much space and aliens, which makes it sci-fi. But Steins Gate has that whole building, like, time-traveling machines that makes it the, the sci-fi genre. And I think out of all the three of them, Steins Gate is probably the most... Uh, aligned with that genre, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really, it's one of my, one of my favorite animes. Like those three right there are my like top five. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so we are down to the last round of anime genres between the four of us. Uh, we're gonna mix it up. I'm gonna start first. Um, because I don't want anyone to take this from me. Uh, <laughs> it's not really a true genre, but it is a subgenre. It is uh, cute girls doing cute things. <laughs> now hold on, now hold on, Peter. Is that not just a comedy slice of life? No, because here's why. The slice of not slice of life. The the cute girls doing cute things is not just like K-On or anything like that. I think it's more. I, I am more interested on the girls that like actually teach you what they are doing. Um, a very good example is a uh, new game. Pretty much, uh, it's an anime about a gaming company, and this girl gets hired into this gaming company, and it literally shows kind of I wouldn't say step by step, but just like the process of how they make like an RPG game for like the PS4 or whatever. This whole company is just all female employees. So there's all these cute girls, and you see their cute interactions with each other, and they're kind of teaching you as uh, as you go about how video games are pretty much made. Uh, Shirobako is not as uh, like cute girls doing cute things, but there's a lot of cute girls uh, pretty much uh, producing an anime uh, per se. So I really like uh, those types. So yeah. So it kind of goes to show, like if you want to do like a skill share or something. Just make sure that it's being presented yeah. to you with a bunch of like cute girl avatars. Uh, I I am like highly Yo. convinced that if you write, <laughs> if you want to like learn anything or like you want to teach someone about like the like a moving company or like like how to become a dentist, you get four cute girls having that goal of trying to become a dentist, and you see them like. Like working their apprenticeship, or like you know going to school or whatever, or like drilling someone's hole in or something like that. <laughs> it's like, it's magic, dude. It, it it is a formula that would never be broken. That's all I gotta say about that. So I get it. Yeah. Like I learned so much because of those kind of animes, and I really appreciate uh, the learning process and the cute girls. Mostly the cute girls, though. Okay, Kai. Your final genre choice. Okay, so this is a very overarching uh, genre, but like shonen, like the good, mm -hmm. you know, you got the main male shonen character, you know, who who has to save the world, basically, you know, and it's just you know some kid gets some powers, giant conflicts attacks him, and like. He's just a kid, but he has to save the world, and he's just like he gives it his all, you know, that kind of stuff. 
it's you know it's like almost every anime like formula you know we got the bleach naruto one piece reborn um my hero and all that kind of stuff but at the end of the day even though if it's overused it's it's just good so good yeah i also like how they theme their stuff in like shonen's they're always like a like a specific theme or like a like a power uh type that they always go for like naruto is like oh this is like the ninja anime with like chakra as like his power base mm-hmm. i always feel like those top shonens understand that that theme like matters right like yeah. how like bleach is the same thing right like soul reapers and yeah and and bonkai's is like their their powers like that's like every single big one one piece with pirates and the fucking the, was it the devil devil fruit like that stuff, right. it like always shines on top. So my hero with superheroes and 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 quirks. So it's a great formula, and don't fix yeah. it if it ain't broken. I mean, we we just love that trash every single day of the life. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And on the weekly Shonen Jump, you know. Yep. All right, Matt, your final genre that you are into. Um, it's. Pretty much the same as Lance's first one, Slice of Life, but without the romantic right. comedy, just Slice of Life. <laughs> what? <laughs> Zero romance. You need the rom com to balance the Slice of Life. <laughs> no one uh, no, gets laid. No one. Uh, Inconceivable. Uh, my, my examples would be like Welcome to the NHK and um, Back Mongolian Chop Squad. Well, Beck oh. has kind of like music elements to it, but it's also a Slice of Life because it follows the life of the main, the protagonist. And um, like Welcome to the NHK, there is some like romance elements to it, but it, it's always like shady. It's not like romantic comedy. It's like dark humor. It's that real romance. I, I think that's yeah. what I get at. Mm-hmm. So it's like but... this stalker girl that's trying to change this guy's life. Now hold oh, yeah, on, that could that. still count in a certain genre Some of within, subgenre within romantic comedy. <laughs> but I think what you're getting at is uh, the focus isn't on the romance; it's on no. uh, the characters it's on the character development. Lives. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I do have to admit though, I did feel, I I did watch with Matt uh, Mongolian Drop Squad. That 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 one was like, I think that's like another subgenre that doesn't get touched on enough. It's uh, music. Uh, subgenre like actual music i can see lance just wanting to scream k on right now but <laughs> yeah, I did not count as a music genre um i i feel like that's just a misgenre that like it doesn't translate well until it gets in the anime form like there i i read like a couple mangas like very good music manga and they like explain music or like they it's like a school band or anything like that but it's never you never really fully get that feeling until you can actually hear the music they're playing. And animes, like when they get the green light to like, you know, get the money to make the music or like get someone to compose like new music for that uh, show, it's like, man, that that you're 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 building an anime. And you're also building pretty much like an album. Like it's like a double whammy that with that uh with that feeling. Okay. It would be amazing with the manga of a music anime if someone could like, imagine the soundtrack from the manga and when they make it into an anime, it sounds exactly the same. That would be pretty crazy. Yeah, I feel like the manga has to have like that background. Like they, They're like, they played music before or they played in a band before and they can somehow like articulate that into like into their manga. But the ones I read, I don't think they really truly, I guess, have that feeling, except for like maybe uh, Nodame Contabel. I think that's how you say it. That's, uh, that's a really old, yeah, that's a really old music uh, anime with a, a girl and a guy there in college and they're like learning music together and they uh, end up falling in love with each other. I think she played like the violin and he played the piano and together they made beautiful music together i think 
because they were using Beethoven music and a lot of like uh, classical music, it was able to like help generate that idea in their head, like how amazing they could sound like. So, okay, Lance, your final one. Okay, well, my final one is probably like romantic comp. No, wait. Um, sorry. Oh, here I, we go. <laughs> my, my third genre <laughs> is actually psychological drama. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> uh exactly so um these are the kind of shows that um have a bigger emphasis on the internal uh conflicts within the characters uh, uh how the conflicts are putting pressure on them how they respond to them and how they rise above them uh, these are more heavier shows like code geass death note uh, Steins Gate, of course, and uh, uh, most recently that's airing is uh, ReZero. So, because uh, you know, I like uh, I like a certain yin and yang in my life. I like to just turn my brain off sometimes, and I also like to really think deeply about uh, the shows I'm watching and cry a lot. I think that's uh, <laughs> the best way to indulge in anime is to have that good balance. So. <laughs> Yeah. After as soon as I'm done watching um uh Asobi Asobase, I immediately start watching Death Note and I cry. Wow. Went from laugh laughing crying to just pure crying. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a jump right there. Alright. You know, I'm actually surprised. This is the first time we like the three the four of us have like talked about uh genres that we liked. I'm surprised no one really went for like arm or hentai or uh was it uh school animes because it well, really feels like school animes have been like just prominent like every every almost every anime starts at school don't group so. us with your dirty fetishes now hold on if we had four <laughs> genres you know I would have put hentai down, but uh, actually I feel kind of like um, the fact that, you... that I can't crack your top three already dis discerns me. So. It can't. It's not even that good. <laughs> I'm not, not gonna lie. Uh, the other three genres are just better. Yeah. Um, but I feel like uh, a lot of our genres, even though we didn't strip, say like a school setting genre. Um, we kind of overlapped into there anyways. Like, most of my rom-com... Uh, okay, actually, uh, all, all of your rom -coms, rom -coms Every single rom-com, I feel like by default, are school genres. Like, uh, but he doesn't like it for the school. He likes it for the rom. Oh, no, no, I like it for the it school. For the school. <laughs> I, I do. I, I, like, uh, I like stories about um, an entertaining school life since uh, mine was, you know, um, so, so not that good. But... Um, uh, yeah, it really is a form of escapism. Uh, I, these kind of I think that genres. is a common theme between all of us, regardless of what genre that we're in. I noticed we all talked about the fact that we would like to experience what the characters are experiencing, like not just like being chuny, but just the like more of like I guess the realistic aspects. We're like, oh man, this is the life we would like love to have had or just even experience but wait isn't know... that fucking chuny though isn't that, that, isn't that the being definition okay. the nature of a chuny i mean yes but i'm talking about like exactly. a more, yes. realistic aspect i'm not talking about like oh i know i can become hokage whenever if i put my mind to it but i think it's more like like for me sports animes like if i had like put more time into working at it or like if I was in a different situation where like my team was like all like in to become like national champions or anything like that, or if I was athletically capable yeah, of doing you, any of that. And then you think then if I if I had that then you know maybe an, there would have been anime about me. Exactly. Like, exactly. Chuny view. Wait, hold on. <laughs> but that doesn't make you a chuny though. That means it's realistic. I don't want to be like I'm gonna be a fucking president of a ninja clan and then hope someone makes an anime out of it. That's tuny. <laughs> At least yeah, that my sounds like it's thing. already on the burner, well, man. Wait till next if season. You attain it, but thinking you—if you're just thinking of attaining it in your head, tuny. So, so dreams are tuny. Is that what you're trying to say? 
anyone yeah, well, that dreams of something is technically a chunibyo by default. Yeah. If, if I, well, okay. Well, if they're not actively going for it, but if they so, actively if dream Jeff about Bezos it. Bezos wanted a billion dollars with his Amazon company. Technically, he was a chunibyo entrepreneur. <laughs> is that what you're trying to get at, guy? I don't think so. So, so we got ourselves our tier here. So at the very bottom, we have uh, <laughs> successful people who have accomplished dreams. That's Elon Musk. So above there, we have Shonen, which is about reaching your ambitions. And above there, we have Chuni. Is what I think we're trying to get at. Yeah, all right. I guess I, I guess I guess I I don't really I can't I can't really accept that, but. I, but, but I, I do agree with what you're saying, Peter, that, um, you know, a lot of the animes that we enjoy, we kind of want to experience that for ourselves. Like, for example, Death Note, I really want to just have a book and kill a lot of people. But see, so isn't that's that why... true, though? <laughs> but that's true, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, right? But what if you had a book in but high man, school and I was thinking about writing people's names in? Is yes. that really Juni? Yes, because that possibly can't like happen to you. Like you can't yeah. just be like, I hate maybe, this guy. Let me write his name hard book. enough. I'll unlock Ultra Instinct. I won't know unless I try. No, if anything, you just shart yourself. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> and maybe so, I did. Like even Kai's like sort of online is like a is like a very small possibility. It's like ninety five percent Juni, five percent. Not you, dude. 2025, dude. 2025. What are you talking about? That's a 2025 November. I think it's November like eight. It's like the first week of November or something when it comes out. No, I refuse to believe that because <laughs> with the technology that we're at now and the pandemic that slowed us down, it's over. Dude, dude. Elon Musk, man, he's gonna be yeah. like the new Neuralink. Have you seen that stuff? They drill a hole in your skull and like. Instead of putting a cover onto it, they put like a giant chip that communicates with your brain. Wow. I can Yeah. Mom, oh. maybe the Matrix was right. Dude, it's happening. Sort it online. Alright, well, you're here here fo fo first folks, guys, like uh twenty twenty five, you'll see Kai with a chip on his head. Yep. And then uh, you know where it all started. Yeah. Okay. That is it. That is all the time that we have for today's episode. Thank you guys again for uh, watching our very first episode of the podcast. Hopefully you guys will continue to listen to our stupid ramblings in the future. Please check out the description box for any of our links on the social media. And uh, make sure you follow, you download, you review, anything that you can do on whatever uh, podcast uh, app that you're listening to. And also let us know if there's any topics you want us to discuss on the Wii Power Hour. We would definitely discuss it in a future episode. Okay? Other than that, guys, you guys have a good time today. Yeah? Everyone had a good time? Crickets. Yep. <laughs> Great. Well, we'll see you next time. Same tuny time, same tuny place. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.